Good morning, everyone. My name is Alajamoke Zuri, and this is the School of Wisdom Daily Podcast. Now, we started yesterday talking about submitting to God. Submitting to God, that is bringing your will in obedience to His will. That's what it means to submit to God. Okay, so, yes, we're continuing what we started yesterday. We're going to continue talking about submitting to God. What does it mean to submit to God? It means that the Holy Spirit guides your life absolutely. Submission is total surrender. It's one thing to say it and it's another thing to practice it. You can go to church and sing, I surrender all to you. You know, and all the songs and yet your life is not an example of surrender and then there's also the aspect of you doing it willingly surrender is done willingly it's not just you obeying you know god said i should do this then um i'm going to do it i'm going to complain the whole time that's doing it grudgingly god doesn't want that that's not submission you do it right but you're doing it in such a way that it's obvious that you don't want to do it even our earthly parents don't like that. I mean, imagine they tell you to go and wash plates. And you'd wash the plates, but you start slamming the plates together. Then you know that trouble has entered, right? <laughs> so yes, in the same vein, when God tells us to do something, it's not just enough to actually do it. We need to want to do it. So the Holy Spirit works on our will first. It works on us both to will and to do His pleasure. So it's not just enough to do it. You have to force yourself to will it and what's a sign that you've begun to surrender you've begun to surrender to his will first of all you start you start confessing what he has confessed about you what he has said about you that's what you start confessing so god has said um you know what i'm going to be blessing you every day i'm going to be showing you my blessings every single day there'll never be a day where you complain and say you lack anything or you feel like you're not enough he has promised you all those things your will now is very strong you don't see these things happening right you're not you don't believe that you are saved or that you are the righteousness of god or this or that you don't believe it so when you know blessings start coming you start confessing failure with your mouth like um, I know it's God's will that I prosper, but look at my situation. Come on. God has said I'm supposed to prosper, but really, let's, let's be practical. What does the Bible say about this? It says that God shall prosper us and all that, but then the Bible is not always practical. That's what we say sometimes, right? We say these things. The Bible is not a practical book. I beg leave Bible, which I remember focus on reality. What is that? That's... that's <laughs> That's a person saying that, I like to say this, you're not just a clown, you're the whole circus. The Bible is not practical. Really? The book that governs the universe that is infallible, okay? You're, you're saying that it's impractical. Let's start from there. So why is it that we tend to take what God has said about our lives and dismiss it and confess what we want about our own lives? That's not submission. 
we are submitting to or we are conforming rather to the world's standards instead of submitting ourselves to god okay so submission is an all-round thing when the holy spirit speaks you drop your will you drop what you want if he says you know what you're going to i want you to go back to school get a master's i want you to do this i hear like god but that's not the agenda i'm supposed to start working right now i'm supposed to i'm supposed to according to my life plan this is what i'm supposed to do according to this this is what i've planned right and you begin to argue and argue of course you know what you will you know what you want for your life right there are a lot of there are numerous examples of people that they would want to do this they would want to they would have plans you know what i'm going to be a doctor I'm going to be this and then god says uh no i want you to do this you've studied medicine yes but drop your certificate i want you to go into ministry or social entrepreneurship and you're like god do you hate me why are you working things against me why are you acting like this you're saying that to the person that doesn't just know the way he is the way so when he tells you walk in this way he's telling you that this is the part of greener pastures i want you to walk here and you're deciding on your own that but god i've made plans i've done this i've done that that is an example of what submission is not okay when jesus christ said that the holy spirit will come he said that the holy spirit who is another comforter another counselor Will guide us into all truth, not just um, you know some truth, all truth. That is truth in every area of our lives. Now, what is truth? Christ is truth. Jesus Christ is truth. He said, "It said, I am the way, the truth, and the life." It's not that he knows the way, or that he knows the truth, or that he has life. He is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life in himself. So when he says that, okay, I'm going to, you know, um, cause you to walk in all truth, the Holy Spirit to guide you into all truth, it means truth in every area. Truth is not subjective. Truth is objective. Okay, it's not um, relative. Like, okay, there's truth in this area. Truth, in, truth is, ob- is, is very, very, very objective. So when, because truth is Christ. So when... God tells you that okay, so this is the truth in this area. It's not subject to your opinion. It's not subject to your input or your ideas. It is completely God's will. Follow it. That's your job. You're supposed to follow it. Okay, truth is absolute. And it is not just in one area. So you follow his truth in, let's say, your academics. Or you don't follow it in your relationships. Or you don't follow his truth in how you walk. He tells you simple things like, I don't want you to pass this place. Pass this place. We might not say it audibly. We're going to be discussing later, much later, what it means to hear God. He might not say it audibly, but there's this inner witness. In fact, God hardly speaks audibly to people. His spirit, so he speaks in your spirit. He speaks in your inward man, okay? And then he speaks. You just get this prompting. But then you ignore it and then you perish in that area or something just happens that causes destruction. It's because you didn't surrender to him. Surrender is not completely easy. It's easier said than done, actually. Because there are a lot of areas in my life. There are so many areas that I've refused 
I had refused to submit to God. And I just looked back recently and then I was like, God, Spirit of God, I call him Olumi, which means my Lord in Yoruba. I was like, Olumi, I've followed you for a while now, or I've walked with you. I've been hearing your voice since the very day I got filled with the Spirit. But this area in my life, there's perishing here. This area, what is happening? I'm not doing well as, you know, I'm not seeing your results. I'm not seeing what you promised was happening. And then recently, like I'm talking about as recently as last week. Okay. He, he goes on to tell me that a lot of the things you've practiced over the years, you don't have revelation on why you do them. You just do them. For example, prayer. Why, why, why do you pray? Do you know why you're praying? Do you know what is happening when you're praying? Do you even know how to pray? You read the Bible, yes, but how? You've been getting by with, you know, um, um, it's called looking like blind sight, right? It's called blind sight. You're trying to feel your way through the environment. You can't see exactly. You don't know exactly what is happening. But you're trying to feel your touch you're touching everything around you your um tables the chairs everything around you you're feeling your way around you're not seeing that's exactly what it means to do things without having revelation why so you can walk with the holy spirit you can talk with him every day like i was doing and you still don't see results in every area of your life you might see in one area and not another you might see in for example, I was seeing results. Oh my God, it was easy to, you know, do well in this area, to talk to people. I was finding it very easy to talk to people, to get them saved. I was finding it easy to, you know, do some things, really. I wasn't depressed anymore. I was happy. I was filled with joy. I had the right relationships. I had the best friendships. By the way, shout out to Fusa. I had the best friendships. I had everything going when I surrendered in quotes. But then there's some things that were still majorly lacking. Like financially, nothing. Because I wasn't subjecting myself to his principles. I wasn't submitting to his will in that area. So of course, naturally, you'd see perishing there. Academically, I was doing poorly. But I was happy. I was not depressed. I was good, you know. I was having like I knew who I was I was helping people blessing lives and yet academically because I didn't surrender that to his principles and to his guidance I was having the same issues I wasn't doing so well but there's some areas I began to notice that okay I think the problem is I've not submitted to God's will so it was in my final year that I don't admit that wait is this how I'm going to graduate and I just submitted everything to his will and he turned my results around in the very, very, very last semester. He did something mighty. So I was starting to, I was beginning to imagine what if I'd given it to him from the very start? So many other areas. You just notice that you don't know why you're doing this. Well, let me tell you, where there's darkness, there's no direction. There's no guidance. And the Bible says he's supposed to guide us into all truth. So where there's no light, darkness prevails. And when darkness prevails, destruction prevails. You know, there are lies. You don't know what is true. You don't know what is the absolute truth. You know, truth is something that you've tested and you've proven. You know. Okay, that is truth. It's not your truth. It is the absolute truth. 
So I just want to encourage us. The Holy Spirit guides us into all truth. We just have to let him, allow him, obey him. Don't do the things he tells you grudgingly. You don't know better than him. You've not been to your future. He not he, he's not only been to the future, he resides there. He resides in the past, the present, and the future at the same time. He resides in everywhere, resides everywhere at the same time. So just allow him. Okay, that's that's the encouragement. Allow him, and he'll make your life such a wonder that you you never even imagine how far he has brought you from where you used to be. So till next time, my name is Olaj Makazuri. Love you guys. You can Text me directly on 08145148276 or you can send an email to adoralaridebora7 at gmail.com if you have a question. Please don't forget to share and repost if you want to. Okay, stay blessed.